One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He murdered somebody, and he's laughing about it. There's something here that wants me to die. It seems like a devil. I refuse to believe it. This thing is the possessor. People worshipped it. This is the worst case I've ever heard. I just want to not be afraid anymore. It can take souls. It's really bad in here. My name is Amy Allen. Something is not right. I see dead people. This person might have been a serial killer. I speak to dead people. You get those chills. And they speak to me. He is darkness. He is evil. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. I think she broke her neck. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShave. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Tell me the truth. I know every person. Every house I see. I think the devil is down here. It's my job to reveal him. Who the hell would do this? But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. Who's he looking to kill? We uncover if it's safe for you to stay. You need to get out of here right now. Or time to get out. It was like endless darkness. Amy and I conduct our investigations separately. I interview living witnesses, experts, and dig through the property's dark past. While Amy communicates with the other side. I'm in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, heading over to see a woman named Jody. The activity in our home is so bad, she and her husband are getting attacked on a daily basis. She wants to sell, but he wants to stay and fight. She says if Amy and I can't help her out, she thinks her marriage is done for. Before Amy arrives, I look for any leading information. This home has a lot of family photos that have to be covered or removed. Once they're gone, the location will be ready for tonight's walk. 
I just see like a woman off in the distance. She has very like Native American features. I don't think she's well. She has a lot of anger. So this woman that I was talking about earlier says that she just wanted everyone to understand. Like she didn't betray them or mean to hurt anyone, but that at the same time they, they needed to learn a lesson. She feels like they deserve it. So Jordy, I'm glad I'm here because things sounded pretty bad on the phone. It's rough. It's really rough. Because I feel like nobody believes me. And you try to tell people and they look at you like you're crazy. Listen, we're here to help, okay? All right? We're here to help you. So it's going to be okay, okay? and see what we can do, right? Okay, so who lives here with you, with your husband? Just me and my husband. How long have you guys been here? We've lived here since 2004. I didn't even want to live in this house. Okay, why'd you call us now, though? Because of the attacks. They are more frequent now. I'm touched every day. It's just constant. I'm hearing things throughout the house. I see shadows, and it's gotten to the point where I just feel like I'm being followed everywhere I go. I go take a shower, and it actually feels like somebody has climbed in the shower with me. I feel like something has attached itself to me. I worry about what's going to happen to me. I never know what's going to happen from day to day. I, I just don't know. The Native American woman, she follows this person around. Can you talk about the person she's um, to? Living person, seems to be a female, um, probably about 40s. I'm not sure what she wants from her. I just know that she is with her a lot. Because, I mean, I see them, like, in the kitchen together. I see them showering together. I see them, you know, her in the room at night. The dead girl is not helping the living woman. What's going on in here? I saw an apparition walk past the doorway. And they were wearing blue jeans and boots. So what are we talking about, like cowboy boots or like work boots? They look like work boots. Now, was it a man or a woman? It was a man. Okay. So have you seen anything else like that? I've seen like a dark shadow of a figure. I just see it out of the corner of my eye, and it's like you turn and it's gone. Now, let me ask you a question. What do you think is going on in this house? I feel like there's something here that wants me to die. The thing that I'm seeing looks like what's depicted in Catholic religion as a devil. To me, it looks like it has long nails and evil and It's saying that it can take as many souls as it likes. Like, I'm like, what are you? And he's like, I am the darkness. How would people experience him? It's solid. She's definitely seen it. Can it hurt people? It's saying it can and it will. 
It's a trickster, it's a liar, it's a manipulator. So, Jordy, why'd you bring me in the basement? What's going on here? I seen an apparition of an Indian sitting right there. Talking about like a Native American Indian? Yes. It looked like he was dressed like, ready for war. Okay, are you experiencing anything else down here? Um, yeah, I hear what sounds like hammers, boards being moved. I want to describe it as almost like somebody working on a house. You have that feeling of uneasiness down here. I can see it just looking at you. Yeah, you feel, I you feel don't even want to be here right now. Okay, all right, so why don't we get out of here? You've, you've spent enough time down here with me. One of the things I likes to do is that. Yeah, f around with the doors. I think this thing is the possessor. The thing says that, you know, people worshipped it. The Native Americans, they would allow it inside of them to do things because that was the way to keep the peace. I think it would oftentimes kill the person it possessed. Okay, Jody, so what's going on up here? As soon as I turned my light off to try to close my eyes and go to sleep, that's when it gets worse. Are you getting physically touched up here? I've had some stuff happen to me up here. Like, almost like some of these trying to wake me up in an arousal kind of way. Okay. And you toss, you turn, you move. You, you know, you, you say, get away from me. And before you know it, something is over me that you can't see. Okay. And I was um, attacked sexually. Have you told anybody this? I tried to tell my husband about it, and I don't feel like he believes what happened to me. Um, it's just real hard to talk about. I would imagine that's got to be the most horrific thing for a woman to have to deal with. When I was a young girl, I was sexually assaulted. How old were you when this happened? Um, I was about 12 years old. Look at me, okay? So you can trust me, all right? I'm listening to everything you're telling me, okay? I just want it to end. I just, I just want to not be afraid in my own house anymore. It's so hard because I spend so much time in this house alone. We're going to make this okay, all right? Come here. I promise. We're going to make this right. We're going to figure it out, okay? Mm-hmm. I think it can do vile things. Like what? Inappropriate sexual things sometimes. And it's very traumatizing and scary for this person, as I understand. I hear somebody in this room, a female, she's mad. She's very angry. She feels attacked. She's being messed with by the, uh, the thing. It's found her secrets, and it's like messing with her mind through her secrets or something. And she like can't take it anymore. She's like, she's very stressed out. I feel like it's saying like, you know, I'm a part of you. You know, you're a part of me. I'm gonna get you.
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Just very stressed out. I feel like it's saying, like, you know I'm a part of you. You know you're a part of me. I'm going to get you. So it's mentally abusing her, I guess. Is this thing targeting her? Yes, it is. Patrick, let me ask you a question. Do you know any history of the house? A little bit. I did read a few things about some uh, the American Indians in this area. There was a lot of uh, fighting with other tribes in this in this particular valley. So, Patrick, I talked to uh, your wife, Jody, mm. and I've done a lot of these cases, and she she's having a tough time here. I mean, at first, I really didn't believe any of it. I refused to believe it. Are you still refusing to believe it? Uh, I can't. What do you mean you can't? Me and Jody was in the living room talking, and we decided to turn the TV off. So when I turned it off, I saw a man sitting on the arm of her chair. And I told her, I said, Jody, do you see this? She says, what? I said, look in the TV. And I looked over at her, and I looked back. It was gone. There was nothing there, just her reflection. What do you look like? He had, I want to call it a farmer's hat. It looked like he had a beard. He looked angry, and it, it scared me. So what you're telling me is that you're not a, a skeptic of what's going on. You believe there's something going on in your house. Yeah, I know there's something going on here. But yet at the same time, your wife seems to think you're not believing anything she's telling you. When Jody was attacked, right. and I came home, she was 
in, I would say, a state of shock. I mean, she was as white as a ghost. She was trembling. She was upset. Well, I went off, and I called them all out. I said, look, if you're this bad and you're this tough, show yourself. Okay, so what happened? I woke up with bruises on my lower back. And I can't figure out what he is. It seems like he keeps that form, like that look of like a devil. Also likes to make people feel trapped. I don't know. Like he's up in the up up. He's saying like he murdered somebody or something, and he's laughing about it. My main concern right now is my wife. She sobbed when I spoke with her. Sobbed. I, I can't give her answers, and she keeps asking me. And, you know, when I can't answer, what, what do you do? Right. And that's why I spend so much time out here. And it's breaking my heart, the both of you. I mean, it sounds like you two aren't communicating. You want to help. You just don't know how. It's went downhill. It's went downhill fast, faster than, okay. than we want. But we don't know what to do to fix it. She's concerned that the house is going to kill her. Wow. She's been attacked, and attacked in ways that nobody should be attacked. I, I think it wants whatever it is wants to hurt her again. I, like I said, I'm not, I don't want to say dead because I don't want to see that happen. But this is the worst case I've ever heard as far as paranormal stuff. Can we take a break? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. It's all right. Patrick told me there was some violent Native American wars on his property. Now, most times, client leads turn out to be a dead end. But this one I want to check out. I've reached out to a local historian to see if there's any truth to what Patrick said. So my client told me that the land I'm investigating where his house is, at one time there was warring Native Americans. Is that correct? That's correct. There was a treaty signed in 1768 and that delineated Native American property from white settler property. But the white settlers didn't always obey those guidelines, and so they were squatting on Native American property. And that includes the property I'm investigating? That's right. Okay. Well, the Senecas went on a rampage, in part because the British had prompted them, they had given them guns, they had given them ammunition, and the Native Americans began these attacks to antagonize the white settlers to move them off the property. How many white settlers did get killed during these conflicts? There are at least 370 documented. Now, who was in charge of these guys? They were led by Chief Corn Planter. He was a very peaceful man. But he didn't sound so peaceful after what I, you just told me. I think perhaps he was a reluctant warrior. He loved his nation, he loved his tribe, and so he decided to go along, of course, with the majority, and the majority ruled. So now I'm seeing this guy. I think it's a Native American. Um, he has feathers in his hair. I think he feels guilty. 
there's only so much that you want to see your enemies fall to revenge. I think he thinks he, he needs to make things right. This Native American knows all about the devil creature I've been seeing throughout the house, and he's telling me his people had to deal with it too. He's saying people worshipped it, and um, but not anymore. You know, you have to do things for this devil. Otherwise, it will do uncontrollable things. Now, let me ask you a question about the property I'm investigating. Any of, of those attacks happened right on my property? Well, June 10th, 1778. Okay. The Plum Tree Massacre, as it's widely known, occurred. Okay, what happened? There was a wagon load of 16 settlers and there were Native Americans, the Seneca tribe. They were concealed in a group of plum trees. And so when the wagon passed through, the Native Americans attacked. So 16 settlers go through and they get ambushed. Were they all killed? 12 were massacred. There were two children who were killed. Two of the people were women. They were both scalped and stabbed, tomahawked, and left for dead. And two of the girls were kidnapped. Do you know what happened to them? I know that they were taken to Canada. I don't know the rest of the story. Okay. I'm hearing a lot of gunfire nearby. And this man, he's hiding. He's crouched down and he's like shivering. And he's, he's hearing all of the the fighting and gunshots. It was unexpected. Whatever happened was completely unexpected. Women are screaming and running. People are running all over the place. Men are yelling at each other and shooting each other and shooting people. Somebody's yelling about the apocalypse. I definitely want to follow up on what happened to the two young girls kidnapped on my client's property. I'm heading over to meet with a local author who says the story had a very dramatic ending. So I understand there was this plum tree massacre on the property I'm investigating, and that two young girls were actually kidnapped by the Native Americans that did that massacre. What can you tell me about that? The two girls' names were uh, Ruth and Sarah King, age two and four. Their father's name was William King. He was a member of the militia, the colonial militia, and he was out of the area where the massacre took place. But the mother, Rachel, was gruesomely killed in front of her two daughters. But for some reason, these girls were spared and taken up the Shashiquin Trail to Canada. Okay. The younger child, Ruth, was sold to the wife of a British officer who apparently couldn't have children. Now, we don't know for sure what happened to her sister, Sarah, but she did survive and she was in the area there. Okay, so now William King comes back and found that his wife was murdered and his two kids were missing. That's correct. There's this man. I feel like he's alone. I think maybe his wife is dead uh, and maybe his children are far away. There's also like a woman off in the distance. Like I kind of get escapee with her. She has a lot of anger uh, definitely a lost soul, that's for sure. So what happened with the kids? Well, 
Their father never totally gave up hope that he'd find them. And seven years after the massacre happened, he found out where they were, and so he set out to retrieve them. He found an Indian guide to take him north towards Fort Niagara. Okay. Somehow he recovers the two children and brings them back down to the Williamsport area and led what appeared to be a fairly normal life till in 1802, he had an accident on the river, a creek, he fell in, got paralyzed and, and lingered for several days and died oh. at the age of 57. I'm heading to the local library to find anything else I can about my client's property. Searching through the archives, I discovered the Lord family lived there for generations. Turns out, a lot of the family members died on my client's land. But a local genealogist tells me a couple of those deaths might help my investigation. Now, the Lord family uh, owned the property I'm investigating for a pretty long time. Yes, nearly 80 years, from 1882 to 1961. Now, of all the deaths on this property, you said a couple of them were unusual. Oh, yes. There were two sisters. The first was Sarah Bricker. She lived in the house uh, out back of the property. And in 1903, she came over to visit her sister next door and okay. just fell over dead. From what? What we would now say is stroke or a, a cerebral hemorrhage. Okay, so Sarah was 40 years old, which is young, even for back then. Yes. Then 10 years later, her sister Amanda Lord passes away suddenly of the same thing. Wow. Okay, so 10 years apart, two sisters die from the same illness in the same property. Yes. That is unusual. It's a sickness here. Someone died in this room, very ill, female. This woman, she crawls into the ceiling and disappears. that she uh, doesn't have any interaction with anybody. Her pain is still something that is here in a physical way. She's like, oh, you know, bad, bad, it was bad. There were several entities that stood out during my walk, but what has me the most concerned is the devil creature that's tormenting a living woman. This thing was coming out of a closet. And it was pitch black, but its skin was like glossy. And there was a woman who was yelling at him. Is this what you saw? Yes. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. Well, Amy, I got to tell you, this is probably one of the hardest cases that I've ever worked on. I want to introduce you to Jody and Patrick. They're a married couple that live here. Listening to their stories was pretty gut-wrenching for me. Bottom line is, Jody thinks there's something in this house that's trying to kill them. They kill her specifically. It's tearing their marriage apart. They called us in because we're their last hope. So with that being said, I'm going to ask Amy to tell us a little bit about her walk. I'm definitely aware that there's a lot of 
issues here, and um, we'll get into everything slowly but surely. I went to the backyard, and I saw a lot of really odd, like violent and chaotic images. I was hearing gunfire. It wasn't just men. You know, I heard women screaming. I think I saw a woman get shot. Whatever was happening had just come out of nowhere. A lot of what you're saying is something I uncovered and that you had pointed me in the direction of. You got to know something about this this property we're on, Amy. It was the, the scene of fierce battles of Native Americans against white settlers. On June 10th in 1778, right on this property, there was an event called the Plum Tree Massacre. And when that massacre was over, men, women, and children were murdered, all shot, stabbed, and scalped. Where did the Native Americans live? Yeah, this is their land. White settlers were breaking a treaty that was set in 1768. Well, and a lot of other stuff I got is totally making sense now, so. Okay. At one point, I went into the basement, and I encountered a Native American man. He said that he feels guilty, and he feels like, you know, you can only want so much agony for your enemies. Now, Jody, you saw a Native American man in the basement as well, right? Yes. Describe that for Amy for me. He was sitting, what looked like he was sitting on top of the pipe in the back room of the basement, the brown pants, um, I could see the white feathers. I turned and walked away and turned back around, he was gone. Who I think both of you might have encountered is um, this guy, Chief Cornplanter. He was the war chief for the Seneca tribe. This is a portrait. Cornplanter is his Indian name translated. Wow. He was considered a peaceful man. He didn't want to be part of any kind of fighting. But after his tribe made a treaty with the British Army, he became a violent killer. He's responsible for killing at least 370 men, women, and children in this area. Even though he was a peaceful man, he turned into one of the bloodiest killers. Which makes sense. So is this who you think you saw? I think it could be, yes, okay. I do. I also ran into a Native American woman. Unfortunately, the other thing I got was that she actually had attached herself to you. Uh, like, I literally, like, kind of saw her, like, holding your arm. She even, like, goes into the path with you. Like, she just doesn't really leave you alone. She's always kind of by your side. And I would think that you would feel her presence because she's always on you. Everywhere I go in this house, I, I feel, it feels like somebody else's energy around me constantly. Anywhere I sit, it just feels like somebody is with me, sharing my body. It's just everywhere I go. I go to bed at night, somebody's there. I'm just not ever alone. I tried to tell my family what was going on in my house and they all laughed at me and ridiculed me. I don't go to family functions because I know what they say about me behind my back. Plus, she doesn't think that Patrick 
actually believes anything she says. I understand people who are skeptics because I think that when they lash out like that, it's based out of fear and ignorance. I, I got to see things in order to believe it. It's been a tremendous strain on our family. It's been almost three years that we've been putting up with this, the, the ridicule. But this is your wife and your partner in your life. You need to stand by her side and screw the people who are calling her names. I get so angry because he goes, he goes and he leaves me sit here knowing how they feel about me. And it's very hard to sit here alone. And I can't do any of that with them because, because they think I'm crazy. You see right now, I mean, it's, it's tearing me up right now because she's so tore up. I know this has been a pretty tough night already, but I think, Amy, you have more stuff. I also came into contact with another entity. It showed itself to me at one point to look like a traditional, out-of-the-Bible devil. The truer self of it was like this very tall, um, completely black, but with like shiny skin. And it had long like fingers and nails and little horns. And um, it can show itself in different ways. The Native American female told me that this thing had been here for a very long time. How would they see it is what I'm curious about. I would think some kind of blackness. I see a lot of dark um, figure shadows moving through the kitchen and uh, a lot up in my bedroom. It seemed to me that he was focusing on you. He had found whatever weakness he perceives from you about you. He was psychologically abusing you. He was grabbing and licking you and doing inappropriate sexual things to you. I was sexually assaulted several times in the house. I've been traumatized and basically terrorized for three years. I feel something standing over me when I'm in my bed, and I'm scared. How you doing over there? The day that she was attacked and I came home, I went through this house screaming, and I called whatever it was. You want something to deal with, come get me. And I woke up with bruises on my back. That's one of the things I can't debunk. It's hard for me to be intimate with my own husband because of what happened to me. She shared with me when she was younger, much younger, she was... I was going to ask. ...sexually assaulted right. by a family member. She doesn't have a support system. She does now. I did do a sketch of what I saw upstairs in your room, and 
it seemed to be that you were very angry and stressed out at the time. Oh. <laughs> I just want my life back. <laughs> come here. Jody, come here. Put your arms around me, Jody, please. I'm sorry for not believing you. Nobody believes me. Who cares? Like Amy said, you don't need them. Look at me. We will take care of this, okay? I love you. Okay. What is this thing? This thing says that it has taken souls before. It says that it has and will hurt people. And it stated, you know that he's a part of you and you're a part of him and that he's going to get you. He was also trying to project bad images or dreams or something to you to try to make you hurt yourself. And that's part of the manipulation that he was doing. Now listen, Jody, Patrick, this has got to be one of the most extremely emotional nights you've ever been through. I know it has been for me when it comes to working these cases. But Jody, now you know you're not crazy and you're actually in a fight against something that's real. Now the big question, is there anything you can do about it and can you live a normal life and get your marriage back on track? For that, I'm gonna turn it over to Amy and see what she has to say. After the walk, I did some research because I came into contact with so many Native Americans. I wanted to see if there was anything in their history that would clarify maybe what this could be. What I came across was something that tribes referred to as the clown, the trickster, and Heyoki. It was a, a human, but they also felt that it was half man and half spirit. It's very possible that this entity was a human being at one point and was part of a tribe. And when he died, he became the embodiment of it. So how did they get rid of this thing? First thing is you should contact your local Native American tribe. That will be the Seneca tribe for this area. And you want to connect with the shaman, let them know everything that's been going on, and then allow them to do whatever ceremony they think is necessary. Being raised Catholic and listening to everything and seeing what I saw, part of me wants to still follow the train of thought that this is some type of demon. The next day, I would like you to have someone from your church come to your home and perform an exorcism of the house. What about this woman that's attached to her? What happens with her? As you start doing an exorcism, this 
Native American male will remove her. I don't think I have to ask you if you're going to take Amy's advice. I'm definitely going to do everything she told me to do. I just want this gone. I want, I want to be able to live in my home in peace and not have to worry about this when I lay my head down at night. Well, I can't say I'm a skeptic anymore. I'm not sure whether it will be the shaman or the exorcism that will get rid of these evil entities. But if they follow my advice and perform these two rituals, Jody and Patrick will finally be free and able to live in peace again. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.